BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Switching gears, and people are talking about this, a jury in former President Trump's defamation trial has ordered him to pay $83 million in damages. Yeah, in a related story, a bunch of classified documents just turned up on eBay. <laughs> 83, $83 million. Trump's about to go from fake billionaire to fake millionaire. Wow. So that's the first shot, and that's a lot of money if he ends up paying it. And then you get this other trial going on, the, the fraud trial in New York, where they're talking about $300 million. And like I said earlier, I don't care how rich you are, $400 million bill hitting you a couple weeks apart would, would hurt. This fraud trial situation, uh, and I've, I've listened to quite a few legal podcasts about this, but the fact that the Associated Press, who definitely leans left, did this research yesterday and wrote this article I thought was meaningful. Their headline being, Dissolving Trump's Business Empire Would Stand Apart in the History of New York Fraud Law. Within days, 
Because this is happening this week. Within days, Donald Trump could potentially have his sprawling real estate business empire ordered dissolved because that's the way the law is written, for repeated misrepresentations on financial statements to lenders, adding them to a short list of scammers, con artists, and others who have been hit with the ultimate punishment for violating New York's powerful anti-fraud law that they've had for 70 years. But an Associated Press analysis of 70 years of civil cases under this law showed that such a penalty has only been imposed a dozen previous times in 70 years, and Trump's case would stand alone, and then it's the only that was found um, a business being threatened with being shut down without showing any victims or losses. And so it'd be the only time the law has been used this way after the Associated Press dug into all the background over 70 years. How big a deal is this? They interviewed a Columbia University law professor who said this is basically a death penalty for a business. Is he getting his just desserts because of the fraud or because people don't like him? That's from a Columbia law professor. Wow, you've got the AP in Columbia standing up and saying, hey, this seems really fishy to us. Right. Wow. AP's review of nearly 150 reported cases since New York's repeated fraud statute passed in 56 showed that nearly every previous time a company was taken away, victims and losses were key factors. Customers had lost money, there were defective products, or they never received the services ordered, leaving them cheated and angry. And what's more... The businesses that were taken over, where the state said, we're going to dissolve you, it was always as a last resort to stop a fraud in progress and protect potential victims. They were still committing the fraud at the time. So the state stepped in and dissolved the business. There's no example of this sort of thing where there's nobody claiming harm. And and obviously, since nobody is claiming harm in the past, there's no current harm going on. Um, though the bank offered Trump lower interest rates because he had agreed to personally guarantee the loans with his own money, and I know what some of you are screaming, we're about to get to that, or the Associated Press is about to get that, but he got a better interest rate than anybody else. We're getting to that. Stay tuned. Um, although the bank offered Trump lower interest rates because he had agreed to personally guarantee the loans with his own money, it's not clear how much better the rates were because of the inflated figures. The bank never complained, and it's unclear how much it lost, if anything. Bank officials called to testify couldn't say for sure if Trump's personal statement of worth had any impact on his interest rates. This sets a horrible precedent, said Adam Bailey, a New York real estate lawyer. Uh, uh, the AP quoting him who once success, this guy once successfully sued Trump, uh, for misrepresenting sales uh, to lure buyers in a condo building. So this is not a pro Trump guy. This sets a horrible precedent doing this. He says added university of Michigan law, professor William Thomas, who suffered here. We haven't seen a list of victims. Wow. And, and indeed the one quote unquote victim, I mean, just, and they're not claiming to be a victim, but it's the banks who he quote-unquote defrauded have said from the beginning, we're fine with all of this. And again, the bank said, I don't think he'd have gotten better rates if he'd have had a different value. I mean, I don't. we don't have any evidence of that. The bank themselves said that. Uh, for her part, New York Attorney General Letitia James has asked that Trump be banned from doing business in New York and pay $370 million. Which she estimates is saved interest and other ill-gotten gains. But she never asked for a property sale and may not even want one, said one of her lawyers. Uh, I don't think we're looking for anything that would cause the liquidation of the business. But that is possible because nobody knows what the definition of dissolution is under the law. 
So it could include dissolving the business completely. She hasn't said that that's what she's going for. Although you might not need to if he gets hit with a fine of $370 million and he's no longer allowed to do business in New York. You might not have to, you know, acquire all his buildings and sell them off and all that sort of stuff. To destroy him, I mean. Which is her goal. That's her goal. Now... I know the judge in like the early phase of this said, yes, he inflated those values. That's been decided. He's guilty of that. And now are they just trying to assess what the penalty ought to be? Because I find myself wondering, at what point does the judge step in and say what the AP and Columbia University and and Michigan and, and, and Trump's adversaries are all saying in unison? This trial is is crap. The AP analysis, based on a search of all legal databases and going through all the cases over the years, found that victims and losses were factors when it came to deciding whether to take over a business. I mean, because it would seem that uh, if you're going to follow the law the way it has been applied before, even though in this case there are no victims, you you could, the, the, the word dissolution is there, and you could, like, take over Trump Tower, take over all these different buildings and stuff like that and sell them off. Um, but that found that victims in these other cases, victims and losses were factors when it came to deciding to take over a business. For instance, a breast cancer nonprofit was shut down a dozen years ago for using nearly all of its $9 million in donations to pay for directors' salaries, perks, and other expenses and send a funding uh, research mammograms and any of this stuff that said they were going to do. I mean, it was out-and-out out fraud, and the victims mm-hmm. were the people who donated the money. Uh, there's a private equity firm faking big investment success was closed down after stealing millions of dollars from thousands of investors. Again, there's only a dozen cases they, they can list here. But I'll just give you a couple more. A mental health facility was shuttered for looting $4 million from public funds while neglecting patients. Donald Trump's situation is not within 100 miles of any of these examples. Well, in this case, a, a bank loaned him money and he paid it back. That's egregious. It's horrifying. It's like a fake cancer charity. No, no, it's not. Still, the only case that the AP found of a business being dissolved under the anti-fraud law without citing actual victims or losses was a relatively small company closed in 1972 for writing term papers for college students. Their argument being that the victim was the integrity of the educational process. Okay. It's a little bit of a stretch, but it's easier yeah. to... It's, uh, yeah, that'll happen soon enough. Signed, 2020. <laughs> okay, but so you can see there's the, 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 the victim there was the educational process, but there's no victim in this situation. No. So again, the headline from the Associated Press, which if you don't follow this sort of stuff, is a left-leaning news organization by a little or a lot, depending on who you ask. But it's certainly not a pro-Trump organization saying, look, we've gone through the 70-year history. We can't come up with one example like this. As often is the case in these things, both are true. Trump is flawed. And and some would say something from Trump is quirky all the way up to Trump is a maniac and dangerous. But okay, he's a flawed guy. Everybody knows that. This is also true. There's absolutely an orchestrated effort to take him down for political reasons. Obviously. And this woman who ran on, I'm going to get Trump, has cooked up a heretofore never used rationale to employ a very old law with extreme sanctions in a situation where there's no victim. 
if that does not smack of third world banana republic corrupt crap to you, I don't know what to tell you. And I would suggest if you have any intellectual honesty or, or you believe you're a person of character, I don't care how much you despise Trump. Please be on the right side of this one, because this one stinks. Yeah, if you're part of the he's going to destroy democracy crowd, what about this deal? Oh, you get these things going? There there will be, and I don't think Texas would do this, but there will never be another Democrat elected in Texas. They'll find a way. If you can do this, please, why would they put up with a single Democrat being elected in Texas? They just bring them down somehow. Find some ancient law that applied to sheep herders in El Paso in the year 1848 and apply that to, you know, Beto O'Rourke somehow. Yeah, this is highly troubling. Yeah, it is. He, he well, took- and it's the sort of thing that when if you are inclined to support Trump and you see this, it will make you militant. And you'll vote for Trump also. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You're going to vote for him anyway. I'm just saying it's the sort of thing that makes people so angry and militant and so against, quote unquote, the system. It it, it ups the chance of ugly things happening that n- nobody would benefit from. Yeah, that is a troubling story. Um, We got some responses to the whole women are becoming more liberal, men are becoming more conservative thing. Uh, on the text line, maybe we'll get into that conversation because that's a damn interesting facet of our society right now. I would say, and where it leads us is uh, anybody's guess. And a bunch of other stuff on the way. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Now, 
now we're all about them. Big dumb cups. <laughs> it's more than just a cup. It's a big cup. Is there a void in your life? Fill it with cup. Big dumb cup. Have women killed for this cup? Almost, and a bunch. This is the cup that says, I'm a virgin, but I also have six kids. <laughs> it's the cup that says, my favorite rapper, that's Kesha. <laughs> Big dumb cup. I can't say that I get all those jokes, but the idea is mocking the popularity of the Stanley Thermos cup thingy. That is a must-have item for a certain segment of society. That's from Saturday Night Live. I'm a virgin, and I have six kids? It made me laugh. I don't even know what it means. But. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> eh. uh, came across this yesterday. Want to hear a fun fact? Sure. This actually is from James Lindsay's Twitter feed. We love James Lindsay. Being super frustrated about something or mad lowers your functional IQ by at least 20 points. I that think, pisses me off. I think we all recognize that. But now it, it you have it, it you know documented. So the reason, I mean, when I'm not angry, the idea of punching a hard wall, I don't do that sort of thing, uh, but lots of people do. Punching a wall or kicking something firm would be ridiculous. But your IQ drops by 20 <laughs> when you're angry. And all of a sudden, kicking the wall might seem like a good idea. Or uh, saying certain things you might not otherwise say. Or making other right. decisions when you're mad. I mean, you know, that's the whole, don't send the email, write it, but send it in the morning and see if it's still a good idea. That's your, your IQ, not the, 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 the rash, why am I, why did I do this? I shouldn't have. Your IQ actually drops by up to 20 points when you're in that state. Yeah, wow. I'm you're just, just dumber. <laughs> so you do a dumb thing. Isn't that interesting? Well, well, yeah, whether, you know, your IQ drops at many points. I might describe it a little differently, but yeah, the whole, uh, I have long, long believed, okay, w w whatever it is, you're, you're angry. You want to tell off the boss or you want to say what needs to be said in a meeting or whatever. That's so knee jerk. But my strategy has always been, if it's a good idea to say it today, it'll be a good idea tomorrow. Let me noodle this through. Let's be strategic about this. Um, that lets your frontal lobe, your intellect kick in and tell your animal brain, settle down for a minute, okay? The adults are trying to talk. Yeah, so I think between your reaction time being different when you're angry and then your IQ being 20 points lower, yeah, that's how you end up with a cast on your hand because you punched a, a cement wall. <laughs> yeah. It, um, whether literally or metaphorically. I'm, because that's I'm a pretty big drop. If you're average at 100 and you drop down to 20, you're down into like uh, moron territory. You may be a moron. That's correct. Uh, if I think about the emails, which I go through and read quite a few of them every day, or virtually every day, it is extremely rare to see a marriage of angry and smart. Right. Everybody should know this. They should teach this in school. When you get angry or frustrated, you actually get dumber. That'd be helpful to know. <sighs> yeah. Wow. How have I gotten this old without hearing this? Right. Maybe because I'm so dumb <laughs> and angry. <laughs> oh, yeah. I started in 80, so I'm down at a 60. I'm a, what's below more? I'm an imbecile. Class wow. A moron. 
Well, speaking of the email, I know some listeners agree. Uh, so, wow. Uh, following up on the previous conversation about how uh, m- young men in particular are getting more conservative at a slow but steady rate, but young women are getting wildly more progressive at a shockingly fast rate. And this is true across multiple uh, westernized societies. And and it's just, when you see the graph, it's Irma Gerd level. I uh, got a couple of emails. Uh, love to hear more of your thinking about it, what's going on there, what are the effects likely to be. Uh, a friend told me, writes uh, Henry, about a mature singles online dating service. In Northern California, many women would post things like no conservatives or no Republicans, etc., One guy posted the comment, let me understand, you'd rather be lonely and not even casually date or meet a new person because of the way I vote? Well, okay then. And the dating service changed their standard bio questionnaire to one de-emphasizing politics, and now you very seldom see it mentioned. Wow. I wonder if they realized, hey, this is really an impediment to people getting together, which will keep us in business. Right, yeah, exactly. If if nobody's dating because of this app, it's going to go away, right? And that was a dating service for older folks. Uh, if you get the vehemence and angry, angry, anger, sorry, uh, good Lord, speaking of stupid, uh, if you get the vehemence and the anger slash st- stupidity of the young coupled with really wild political beliefs, how in the world is a young woman going to overcome her antipathy for anybody who's to the right of Bernie Sanders? She's not going to be able to. What have we done with to ourselves? So Iran is at war with us, whether we want to admit it or not. Are we going to go to war with Iran? We've got some on that in the attack from Sunday. Some of the details are out. Stay tuned. Armstrong and Getty. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, 
bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. New details on that brazen drone attack that killed three American soldiers and wounded more than 40 others at Tower 22, a remote U.S. base in the Jordanian desert. The Pentagon saying those soldiers, many Army reservists from an engineering unit, were asleep in their beds early Sunday morning when an explosive-laden drone slammed into their barracks. The initial reports indicate no one tried to shoot down the enemy drone, mistakenly believing it was a U.S. surveillance drone, one of their own. That's, okay, so that was the story yesterday that got a lot of attention, that it turns out that drone was coming in as one of ours was supposed to come in and we got it mixed up and we thought that was a friendly and then it i don't that's interesting from a deterrent standpoint or to fix our equipment so we can be better at stopping that sort of thing but that doesn't change a thing about the intent from iran to try to kill our soldiers in their sleep oh no those are two questions and two separate questions i should say I feel like the conversation yesterday was, well, how do we screw up? we got to fix that. Okay, I'm fine with that. But can we get back to the our, how we're going to respond to Iran conversation? Because that's the only thing that matters. Yeah, uh, preventing the next 10 is uh, what I'm more concerned about. Now 164 attacks on us since October 7th. Here's our Secretary of State speaking uh, to our uh, how we're going to respond yesterday. We will respond. We will respond strongly. We will respond at a time and place of our choosing. And obviously, I'm not going to telegraph what, uh, what we might do in this instance or get ahead of the president. But I can, again, tell you that, as the president said yesterday, uh, we will respond. Uh, and that response could be multi-leveled, come in stages, and be sustained over time. Do you think there's a man, woman, and child on planet Earth that respond to that with a, oh, no? What is America going to do now? They're so mad and big and tough. I know. his. I get the speaking softly and carrying a big stick aspect of his presentation, but it's soft to the point of being effeminate, and you, like, space off halfway through it, and then you're like, oh, that's right, he's threatening us. Uh, I better pay attention. Yeah, three soldiers dead, uh, 30-some wounded, some of them horribly. Those three soldiers, by the way, I don't know if you followed that on the news yesterday, all three from Georgia, uh, one in their 40s, couple in their 20s, and just horrible. Didn't need to happen. Um, we have invited it. The president of the United States and his administration inviting death to our soldiers. I think I don't think that is out of bounds at all to say that. And uh, and then so the Secretary of State says, and we'll uh, we'll respond at a time of our choosing with a multi-level, some cyber and perhaps sustained over time. And boy, we are we are not a scary tough country for all our capabilities. Um. By the way, uh, the Secretary of State went on to say this yesterday. I would argue that we have not seen a situation as 
as dangerous as the one we're facing now across the region since at least 1973. While the region's the most dangerous it's been since 1973, the National Security Advisor, same administration, said in September, which is just a couple of months ago, the Middle East region is quieter today than it's been in two decades. Maybe the two of you ought to get together and have lunch now and again or something and compare notes. Or, uh, or you were ignoring reality back when you said that, trying to get that Iran deal going. Because uh, Iran has been the same entity since 1979. It's never wavered. Mm-hmm. And you were trying to pretend that it was going to become something different. If we pretended hard enough and just closed our eyes and clicked our heels together, that they would somehow think, well, they think we're going to stop, so we better stop. Not, I don't even know what their freaking moronic thinking is. If I were going to be slightly more charitable than that, I might phrase it that, well, you thought it was so peaceful because you, like Israel, in your defense, were completely bamboozled by the dishonest Islamic forces, Islamist forces being sponsored by Iran, including most notably Hamas. You got it completely, wildly wrong. So reading the uh, analysis from the Dispatch, which is something we read every day, some analysts argue that the lack of a more forceful U.S. response at the outset of these attacks has created the current predicament. I would argue that. We've seen that American caution has not led to de-escalation, says Matthew Kronig. Uh, writing in the Dispatch, he's from the Atlantic Council Scowcroft Center for Strategy and Security. He's, you know, a conservative-leading hawkish think tank. Rather, American weakness has encouraged more aggression. I think anybody with a brain agrees with that. Um, uh, The United States needs to go after Iran directly to reinstate deterrence, either sinking an Iranian naval ship, targeting Iranian leadership, or degrading Iran's nuclear program. Another surgical strike directly against the proxies involved would be a mistake. It would be read in Tehran as a sign of weakness and simply stoke a continued cycle of violence. I'm uh, I'm in that camp 100%. The Wall Street Journal said yesterday we need to seek that uh, uh, intelligence gathering ship that Iran has there in the Red Sea. I saw uh, former NATO head, uh, what is his name? We, we play him all the time. James Stavridis. James Stavridis said we should board the ship at gunpoint, take all the intelligence and put it at the bottom of the sea. Yes. Yes, yes. That is a response. That's the start of a response, at least. Any of this stuff about cyber against the Houthis in a month, and stop with that all in a time and a manner of our choosing. You're not frightening anybody with that, all right? It's just embarrassing. And and I don't care about being embarrassed. It's going to get more people killed. That's what I hate. Yeah, it's, it sounds almost dopey to suggest that we need a more manful public response, but I, the, the whole calmly intellectual approach to these things, I think, has reached a point where it's counterproductive. You're dealing with savages, brutes who only respect strength. You're either projecting strength or you're projecting weakness, and I think we're projecting weakness over and over again. Well, yeah... Uh, Go ahead. I was going to say, we got a couple of emails worth sharing. One of a uh, more aggressive, hawkish tone, and another the opposite. Um, The first one pointing out the number of Iran-tied Obama officials at the center of current 
uh, the, the Biden administration, and they name some of the names that have been in the news of late. Um, when you look at all of Joe Biden's staffers and senior advisors, it's evident it's all the same people who worked for and with Obama. Um, Valerie Jarrett, uh, born in Iran to American parents working in Iran. She's now currently the CEO of the Obama administration. They are still desperately trying to achieve their great diplomatic victory, essentially, by making a deal with Iran. And they have a hell of a lot of Iran sympathizers in the administration. I think that's true. Now, are they in the mood for the isolationist point of view? Uh, uh, absolutely. Um, I absolutely want to hear that. Um, to that first letter, though, um, I think that <laughs> I think that's true. I mean, I think in many ways the uh, the the Biden first term is an Obama third term. A lot of the same people, a lot of the same thinking. But yeah, they thought we can strike a deal with this evil country somehow, persuade them with our intellect or our charm or by giving them enough money or whatever to change their stripes completely. Well, uh, I thought that was a fool's errand to begin with, and I would think it's been been borne out to be a a bad idea. I don't mind somebody trying, because if you look at a a lot of the realities of the Iranian people, there are lots and lots of folks there who are moderate to liberal, pro-West, more than happy to be buddies, would like to take their headscarves off and do a little uh, business with us, that sort of thing. There are also plenty of fundamentalist religious wackadoos in Iran, but it's, you know, it's fairly fertile ground for working something out, just in terms of the population, never mind the regime, which is, A, confused and confusing and be evil um i don't mind you trying but at some point you have to recognize oh these people have shown us over and over again they're not here to do business they're here to get as much as they can so they can further their goals of islamist supremacy in the same way that the communist chinese acted like they could be bargained with while they were trying to get as much money and influence as they could to further their communist goals well, at, the, at some point, because we're nice people. At some point, how about 150 attacks ago? Maybe at that point. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, why don't we hold off on the whole isolationist point of view email I wanted to share with you? We can hit it maybe after the break. Okay, I, w- I want to get this one clip on. It's short. Yep. Uh, John Kirby, uh, in a press briefing yesterday, clip 33, Michael. We are not looking for a war with Iran. We are not seeking a conflict with the regime. Uh, in a military way. We're not looking to escalate here. This attack over the weekend was escalatory. Make no mistake about it. And it requires a response. Make no mistake about that. Why do we feel like that is something we have to say in every statement? We're not looking for a war with Iran. Why wouldn't we say, if Iran wants a war, we're prepared? Why wouldn't we say that all the time? The best answer I can come up with is a desperate desire to salvage the recent thawing of relations between Israel and some of the uh, Sunni Arab states. They know, because there's a, a, a line of thinking that Iran is desperate to return to the good old days of it's Islam versus the great Satan. Come on, Sunnis, we're Shia, sure, but we're together. Look at what the U.S. is doing. They just attacked a Muslim land. It's all about Islam versus the West. And and that was just crumbling as Israel was making deal with the Gulf deals with the Gulf states, and they're desperate to recapture that. I don't get this, and we argument. don't want to be baited into it. Right? I don't get this argument though. That was the Tom Friedman argument after October seventh. You're going to give them what they want. What other option do I have? 
They're attacking us every single day. They're killing our people. Mm-hmm. It might, yeah. Maybe I'm giving what they want, but I, you got no choice. I realize nuance and subtlety are, are not super popular on talk radio, but the two things humanity does that are worst are A, underthinking, and B, overthinking. Those are the two great weaknesses of humanity. And I would suggest in this case, they're way overthinking this in the Biden administration, way over intellectualizing this. Now, honey, yes, that man sexually assaulted you and has punched me multiple times. But we need to think about what's happening here. Ow, he just hit me again. And we don't he wants me to fight him. We can't give him what he punched me again in the face. That's exactly what he wants is for me to punch him so he can strike. Yeah. Yeah. That's not working. I, I I don't know if you saw the pictures of these three soldiers that died in their sleep being attacked by Iran on the one hundred two of them are kids. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just horrifying that we've invited that sort of thing. Just horrifying. Anyway, right, so I want to hear when we come back the uh, the other side the why we shouldn't get involved in this sort of thing. And you can join us on the text line four one five two nine five KFTZ. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. We will respond. We will respond strongly. We will respond at a time and place of our choosing. Has there ever been a less intimidating presence, whether it's his fault or not, than Secretary of State Anthony Blinken? And it's just occurred to me, why is the... Well, I know why. I'm going to explain why. The Secretary of State has become the point man for this. After 9-11, the point man 
was the president, the point men were the president, and sec-deaf Donald Rumsfeld out there every day explaining what we're going to do and when we're going to do it. We don't have our sec-deaf out there every day talking about this. We have our secretary of state. Why? Because they see it as a state department situation. It's not a war situation. It's a persuasion, make a deal thing, not a military thing. Iran is trying to have a war. We're trying to have a negotiation. Wow. Well said. It's funny. I didn't think you were going to go there. Now that you have, I agree with you. But I think the other factor is you can't trot out the president as your point man, your spokesman, your rattler of sabers. I think that's a real disconnect between what's going on on one side and what's going on the other side. We think it's a State Department, make deals, make trades, use various economic pressures. They think they're at war. We don't desire war with Iran. We do not wish to escalate. So I got this note among quite a few. We asked for uh, a little explanation of uh, if folks have more of an isolationist point of view to explain your reasoning, um, you know, given some of the arguments we've made, which really don't have time to reset. But I got... Got several, and a lot of them were uh, carefully written and took a little time. We appreciate you uh, spending that time. Like this one from Dean. Uh, he says, I doubt I fit the description of the most people you're talking about, but I'll tell you why I want much less foreign entanglement. First and foremost, I believe the greatest of our founders were against foreign entanglements. They wrote eloquently, you know, and, and he goes on on that point. I, I would say, Dean, that the world has changed in terms of how much geography matters and how fast a danger abroad can become a danger that hits home. Um, uh, The changing world has not affected a lot of the founding principles, but the one that I think it has is to what extent do we want to involve ourselves in something happening over there? Uh, Just because what's happening over there can instantly be over here depending on how we handle it. But I don't want to get hung up on that point. Uh, Secondly, due to poor leadership in the 21st century, I have serious doubts that we currently possess the capability to act as the benevolent superpower that we aspire to be without overextending ourselves to the detriment of our national security. Need to get our house in order before it's too late. Finally, there's a snarky meme floating around that makes an excellent point. It basically says, sure, the powers in our own government lied us into war when they told about the USS Maine to start the Spanish-American War and the letter from Germany to Mexico to get us into World War One, and the inaction to stop the Pearl Harbor attack and the Gulf of Tonkin incident and the truth about 9-11 and WMDs, but no one was held accountable and there hasn't been any reform, so they're definitely not lying to us this time, which is some fine, fine sarcasm. Uh, all of those are pretty good examples, save the Pearl Harbor one. I don't think it's well documented that we allowed Pearl Harbor. Uh, but all the other ones are pretty good. Yeah, I, and I am familiar with that argument for what it's I'm worth. I'm familiar I with just, the argument, I've never but really bought it's, it. Yeah. it. Yeah, it's not proven. All those other things are pretty accurate. They're pretty well known. Uh, let's see. I want more responsibility, accountability, and transparency from our government when it's possible and necessary. If we have troops in Jordan, for instance, there better be an extremely solid reason. There better be a well-thought-out mission with clear objectives, and our soldiers better have the support they need. Otherwise, bring them home. The mission can't be some vague idealistic nonsense about projecting our power just for the sake of having limited influence in the region. I, uh, Dean, I think you're you're kicking a straw man there. It's, it's not that at all. It's maintaining order to prevent 
uh, chaos and ugliness that would have awful effects around the yeah. globe. I'm not knowledgeable enough to know whether or not we needed troops there in Jordan to fight ISIS in Syria. That seems like a stretch to me, but I'd like to hear the argument. Yeah, that particular base and how it played into greater strategic goals, I could not I could not adequately explain it, honestly. I mean, you got to um, admit, we had we had bases out in the middle of nowhere in Afghanistan. We should have closed down a long time before we did. And we have thousands of troops all over the world doing things that are just kind of under the rubric of keeping the evildoers from getting any more evil or more powerful than they already are. Should we be more careful and conscientious about where our people are and what they're doing? I can't disagree with you. No, no, absolutely. If you miss a segment, you get the podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.